This is the Gomaluku Podcast. Welcome to Gomaluku Podcast. Um, this is the second day of the expert workshop on enhanced participation of uh, indigenous people's representative institutions. I got it right this time. <coughs> and we have, we have the same guests, uh, Ini, Frank, and Tiana. Uh, and it's been a long day. Uh, we, did, we dealt with two themes uh, for this expert workshop. The first one being the participation modalities, and the second being the selection criteria. Um, and we had numerous speakers and experts uh, contributing today, including everybody here, actually, right? Um, so, so let's let's reflect on on, on today's input and and um, and look forward to tomorrow's discussion. So, let's start with Ini, your first intervention today on modalities. Tell us a little uh, bit about what you what you said and and, uh, and perhaps why you said it. What, 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 why you felt think the way you did when you said what you said. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really forgot what I said. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, it's like. Uh, I was thinking a little bit uh, about what I'm going to say today, yesterday, but I got like all different point of view with people and yeah, going on the same things that I wanted to say. So what I did is like uh, say something about a few comments and from uh, my point of view, from a Yala point of view, let's say. Um, so yes, first interview and. Always the first thing is the uh, most complicated step that you do. So it was exciting. Uh, I hope by tomorrow I can tell you again and say something. But I have a lot of things written, so it's time to go. Frank, modalities, participation? Well... As you know, I deferred my comments yesterday till today, uh, and so I I commented about venue and and uh, and modalities today, uh, both, and sort of a general thing. Before I did that, I got into the history a little of how we got where we are, and the idea that participation was, uh, you know, we it, participation is is you know mentioned in the UN Declaration. But then we had the meeting in Alta that was going to, how we were going to see that implemented. With 350 delegates from all over indigenous, the seven regions. Uh, and in that, in that work on that, uh, on the Alta outcome document, uh, a number of us worked hard to make sure that participation of indigenous nations and that, that we were in there and that that process was part of it. And it ended up being the last item that was in the negotiation. And, it, and in the end, it was reached by consensus by everybody there. And one of the things that it did is it laid out the, tried to find a way to talk about, you know, the, the, the state-recognized governments that there are in some areas. And talk about self-identified governments in other areas, but then talk about traditional governments and things in places where, where in countries that 
maybe don't admit even having indigenous people, but still have indigenous people that are governing themselves in, in a variety of ways. Because you can, governing doesn't, there's a lot of different levels of governing. And so governing may be regulating how you, how you uh, express yourself at, the traditional, at a traditional powwow or ceremony. Governing can be how you relate to the natural resources. It can be how you relate to each other in marriage or in, in death. And there's all these different ways that governing is. It isn't just laws and courts and police and, and, and things of that sort. It can, it can, there's this whole spectrum of the way that we govern ourselves. And so we wanted to include every, all the indigenous people who are self-identified as, as the governments, as governing, in whatever way that's described. So we think that we captured that. And many times we have people who, are, who keep referring back to the ALTA document because that document then informed, this was in 2013, and 14 months later in 2014, the, the outcome document of the World Conference on Indigenous People that was adopted by the UN, uh, that also then contained participation. And so it's that, because that of that process, it's why we end up here in this room. Why we're here today is to implement those provisions that are in those documents. That's how we got to where we are. So I, I felt it was important for there's a number of people here who were in the room, uh, who were in those rooms and those at that time, but uh, up to that point, no one had really spoken uh, strongly about this. And I felt it was important for everyone to hear that and to have that be part of the record of this meeting. So I spoke to that and then talked about what does it mean for, you know, for venue and modalities. Venue is everywhere and modalities are being able to do whatever we need to do in those places. I mean, you could say it a lot more complicated than that, but that's the essence of it. And so that was what I, what I relayed today. Diana? Yeah, I guess like today in framing my intervention on modalities, I kind of wanted to build on the whakapapa of what these two laid down, um, given that I've been involved in this process a lot longer and had more uh, understanding of the background and how to direct the conversation. So I guess, yeah, I positioned my intervention to kind of bring the conversation back to the core of what we're here for, which is the enhanced participation of Indigenous peoples under the Human Rights Council, as opposed to just increasing potential participation of um, indigenous peoples at the Human Rights Council. Um, yeah, so I positioned my um, intervention to kind of say like, well, maybe I'll give a read on the room first. The, read, the consensus that I was gaining from the room is that people were settling with having seven socio-cultural representatives um, from each of the regions to be enough for increased uh, participation under the Human Rights Council, which I'm like, that doesn't actually increase our enhanced participation at this forum because we wouldn't be able to participate as, you know, Frank has said, as our own sovereign nation states. Um, yeah, so I kind of pulled back and I said, that's not good enough. We need to be able to be here because where we've seen seven socio-cultural regions implemented in other mechanisms like the UNFCCC, it hasn't worked. And if anything, that's probably created more rifts because one person cannot represent a region 
of diverse peoples who come from different cultures, have different laws and, and ways of implementing the, how their knowledge systems work. Yeah. I mean, it would, I guess the, the idea would be if you were to take the nations of North America and let them select one person to speak for them. Yeah. Or take the nations of the Pacific and expect one person to speak for all the Pacific nations. Right. Or for that matter, Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they couldn't agree to it. Well, as the representing the nations that I represent, I can't agree to that. I mean, that's just not, we have to have something different than that. It's got to be something that, that is, uh, you know, where the, if an elected leader of one of the nations from, you know, that I'm representing wants to come, they have to be able to come in their own status as, the, as a leader, not as a as an observer or as a, they, they can't come as, a, as an NGO. Like my only way to get, I guess the example I can give you is that when I went to the World Conference on Indigenous People, I had to go through an NGO to get there. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I think that we need to, we're trying to fix that, so. Because I do see, you know, the seven social, cultural, regions for indigenous peoples being used quite often in different forums. Um, and it, I guess it has its, its advantages and disadvantages. Um, sometimes it's being used as a shorthand by the states to just frame the discussions uh, on how indigenous people should be represented at the UN. <clears throat> so I'm just wondering if you have a broad reflection on, on how, since the, since the beginning of the participation of indigenous peoples, we see this seven uh, social economic regions being used uh, in different contexts. And I'm just wondering if, if you have a broad, broad reflection on, 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 on what it actually does, what, how it actually shapes, um, how it actually has been shaping indigenous people's representation of the UN and whether it needs to change, perhaps. Big question. No. <laughs> From your region, as a Latin America, from, from Latin yeah, America. Yeah, from, let's say, the Yala, Latin yeah. America. Um, actually, since I started on this field, International Forum, that was always been my question. Where is the place that, as a beginner, I could go, yeah, let's say, in Latin America? And there is a lot of... Uh, Foro de Aviala, it's related to CBD, you have another one, uh, but there is no one that I could get and uh, make questions. So, talking about the participation and mechanisms today, um, not everyone can uh, talking about the different seven sociocultural regions and uh, how it should be uh, happening. Um, uh, you're trying to figure out uh, what happened before and what we can change to make efficient. The, uh, the decision making here related like uh, how we can uh, choose a person who's going to represent us. And then we got that uh, each region has a their like uh, way to make a decision and everyone's like from their own region they know what do they have best and what they have a lack 
in the string. So, but yeah, I think that uh, still we are, we are gonna have a huge, uh, let's say, I would say, I would use the word opportunity to talk about it, to figure out what's gonna be the, the best. There is uh, a lot of things that we need to take in consideration as uh, uh, Frank said, territories like countries as a nation, some people say languages. So a lot of things to, we need to come together still to get uh, to the right point. And so today we just started and we still have tomorrow for that. So uh, I think I will have the night to think about it, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to figure out yeah. uh, what would be the best way to yeah. you know, we can we can do it. But the, I think we are agreed that we need to be there. Frank, regions? Well, uh, I, I think in the, the discussion on regions, there was this, uh, I raised this possibility once before in discussion is that the, the nations of the world, the, the parties, I have organized themselves into groups that are not necessarily divided by the, the socio-cultural uh, regions of the, of the UN, but these groups span different regions. But they're groups of, that, that work together and have, for their own purposes, have decided that they, they they like working together, they think fairly common issues, and they often will have one spokesperson that'll speak. So when we have a meeting, one person speaks for the group. And then other people, if from the group, can speak if they choose, but rarely do they speak. But often, you know, sometimes there'll be one or two of them that will speak. So, but the idea is that, they, that they've organized themselves along that line. And that's how they figure out how to have less people speak at a single meeting but still get the views from everybody. Yeah. Well, we're talking about doing the same thing here. But what they're trying to do is divide us into regions, tell everybody in that region, you've got you to gotta come together with one person. Yeah. Well, you know, that, I don't think that we can accept that because that just isn't, that isn't going to work for the same reason it won't work for the, the, the parties. It does. They 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 have they organize by how they think and work together. They don't organize by region. And so, uh, you know, if we're going to have some form of of uh, consolidation for the purpose of efficiency in meetings, I think it's got to be along the line, sort of about how we think together. You know, so and 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 the essence I can tell you is that for in my in my case. I'm here in sort of, in a, I'm in an ambassadorial capacity representing the National Congress of American Indians, which is a, an ECOSOC registered body, but I represent some 200 plus nations, and I'm here representing them. I can't bind them to anything, 
but I can take back what I learn, and we, you know, so I'm, I'm here like an ambassador. So we're already doing what I'm suggesting, yeah. in a way. Yeah. It's already happening. Yeah. And so I think that that's, uh, you know, those are the kind of things that, that I can, so I can see it's possible. But uh, I think that's going to be a big stumble, stumbling block, is that that whole idea of, of uh, you know, how you, uh, the, you know, the criteria for how you select is tied to, the, to this idea of regions, which is also tied to the, you know, to, and then eventually what you can do when you're there. Modalities. You know, we still have that. Yeah. We're still in the middle of all that. <laughs> we just we just started. <laughs> but but the thing that we should not lose sight of is we're here, yeah. and there is no order to the speaking. In other words, uh, anybody in the room is that the speakers list is taken by the order in which people put their names in. And there's no preference given to state parties or indigenous parties. It's, and so it's essentially, in this meeting, we've achieved what we yeah. wanted to achieve yeah. in the yeah. end. So this is, this, is a, hole over there. this is This is exactly <laughs> yeah. the, the sort of format yeah. that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Jenna? Thoughts? Excuse me. Um, Wait. We're recording. We're recording. <laughs> it's good because because we just finished Frank and then and then Andrea came in so so, yep. so I'm sure I'm sure Ghazali can um, can do something about it. Yep. Yeah. Like give you a little bit more time to think about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> what you wanted to say, Diana. Yeah, I think in regards to regions, you know, like yeah. the Pacific is broken down into Polynesia, Micronesia, Melanesia. Yeah. Three vastly different groupings of people within a span of space that spans one third of the Earth's surface. And so trying to amalgamate such a big area with vast groupings of indigenous peoples just doesn't really work when also the issues and experiences that we're all facing in our lands, while similar and shared, are also really vastly distinct to whatever issue that's going on at a time. So I don't think it's actually fair to have one person expected to or given the mandate to represent all of the people. Nor do I think that actually enhances the participation of any of what it means to, you know, uh, mana or empower the rights of indigenous peoples or yeah, anything anything along those lines and you know as Frank said like, this is a great example in this current in this current meeting of how indigenous peoples and states can work together and so you know in terms of modalities when we talk about give, being given equal access speaking rights and space this is an example which we need to tell them like it's yeah. working already it's yeah. not some new conceived notion so let's just give space for that like yeah. come on that sounds like an intervention. Yeah. It is an intervention. Will be like But how different will you know indigenous relations be if it was in fact organized by you know more position based clusters than than a, than a region based cluster? What's tomorrow going to be like? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's the kind of question we, we don't know. Yeah. Well, we can, we can have a vision. We can see what we would like it to be. 
But until it's actually happening, it'll be hard to say exactly what it's going to be. But I think that, that we know that there's... Uh, uh, well, all this stuff that we're doing has never been done before in this forum, in this forum. And so until we actually are doing it, we're not going to understand the limitations or the challenges of it. But we will be, we're making a step away from where we've been, because where we've been doesn't work. And we're moving in a different direction. And we'll see, hopefully, we're moving in a direction where we make things better. And I, so I, my, the best I can say is that. Yeah. I would actually like, uh, I would like to, to thank you, what you have done, and the people who started. Uh, it's important to, to have it recorded, and that we can keep it for a future generation. But as I said in the morning, that these spaces, uh, it was not given like, a, hey, by the States, I would like to give you the, the opportunity. We, we gain it. Uh, by, on, by time, asking, and maybe on the street also, some of these old things that uh, they did before, and now we are here and seeing these changes, that the order uh, of people talking within states, and that's, that's great. It's, it's all be proud of the <laughs> it's, it's also great that states are also thinking with indigenous peoples um, yeah. on, on how this could go forward. And yeah. I guess they also have uncertainty uh, in terms of where this might go. Mm -hmm. um, and perhaps they, they're more worried about that uncertainty, perhaps, uh, because they, they are concerned about, um, as we heard today, um, different issues that might arise. And, and perhaps that, 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 that concern is also um, um, an obstacle, perhaps, um, for, for, for indigenous peoples. And I just wonder, you know, <clears throat> what, what, what would you, for example, you need to say to the states that, that are concerned right now uh, with different issues? And I know that uh, Kenneth opened up a little bit in addressing these concerns. But did you have, did you have anything to add uh, to what Kenneth no, was saying? Uh, actually, just I would like to, uh, I would like to listen the states, maybe the opposite side, because it's not always the, if someone is giving you a reason like, like this, like this, you're right, you're right, you, you may think, okay, I'm, I'm doing everything right. Maybe we are missing something, so I'm just kind of like, we like to, to listen like some states that they are like, hey, I don't like these positions, and why, to know why, so we can reflect uh, and to, to see how we can make it better. Uh, I know one of the uh, one of the objections that was uh, raised uh, was that what happens when there's competing uh, competing authorities from a, from a particular nation, and I in a much smaller venue in a much smaller case, but in a no less important one, I had to deal with that, and we signed an agreement called the Tribal and First Nations Great Lakes Water Accord. In the, in the Great Lakes, and there's 185 tribes and First Nations in the Great Lakes Basin, and we had the what we had on the signing sheet that we created, we had one place for a signature for each one, and then we had two people show up to sign in, in several cases. So we had to come up with something real quick. So we came up with a second list that was a witness list for everybody in the room. 
So we not only have the one list here, so we may have a traditional leader here and the elected leader here or vice versa, but they both got to sign. So we found to find a way to include everybody with, with not excluding anybody. But I had to deal with that in this other basis where we had competing, competing uh, uh, thoughts. And, uh, you know, and, and I, I think that we're going to have those kind of things. Uh, it's inevitable that, there'll be, that there will be some conflict. Uh, that's the whole idea about these, these uh, you know, group governance like this. If, if it was really slick and straight and, and everything worked fine, there'd be something wrong. Yeah. I mean, in other words, it's messy. Yeah. And, and part of the job of, of good governance is to figure out how to work through the mess, yeah. how to work through those things. And I think that's what we have to We, we have that in store for us coming up. Yeah. Anything you like that? You don't have to. <laughs> I think I kind of said it all, really. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, like, the one thing that I, or, like, the point that I am kind of coming back to is, like, in the suggestion of the seven sociocultural uh, groupings, which I found quite depressing, the thing that I found hope out of that was, was a state representative coming back and saying, what about instead of having the sociocultural seats, it was just seven seats, where indigenous peoples could self-organize, you know. If a particular issue was coming up to the Human Rights Council that was of particular importance to them, then they could select, self-select who was who was most affected by the issue and best to speak on it, whether it be just for one agenda item and then, and then a new set come in, like, you know, having that space. Um, yeah, that's one thing that I'm slowly hanging on to hope for from out of today. Yeah. Okay, um, so tomorrow we'll be continuing on, continuing on with the uh, selection criteria uh, and uh, what the selection mechanism. Um, any kind of key, like uh, any preview as to what you might say tomorrow if you're planning to say anything? Or do you, you want to wait for tomorrow to kind of think about it? Wait for tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I'm I'm thinking still about mechanism. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm prepared to to answer yeah. that today. Yeah. Um, I know that I've given it some thought, and criteria and mechanism go along, because depending on the criteria that you use, right. it's going to affect the mechanism. Yeah. And so, if you're not settled on criteria, it's hard to decide on the mechanism. Yeah. So. You know, I think that that's we're going to have to yeah. have to uh, sort of sort that through as we go here. Yeah. So I'm, uh, but I guess our goal here is to end up with a report that will then adequately advise the Human Rights Council yeah. in their debate on this issue. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to say yet. I agree no. with what okay. Frank said, but I, I guess 
in coming to spaces like this and in entering as an indigenous person, the thing that's always forefront for me is like, what's gonna move my people, Tangatamina wa Aotearoa, and like indigenous peoples from around the world closer towards Tinoranga Tiratanga, and that is self determination and sovereignty of our peoples, of our lands, of our voices in institutions like that. So that's yeah, yeah. the framework of tomorrow's discussion. But, yeah. yeah, but in the end, all the topics are like linked. So, yeah. and remembering also that we are looking for a status yeah. for indigenous peoples. Yeah. 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 yeah, we'll hope to see more states engaging with uh, conversation tomorrow. Um, crucial selection mechanism is something that states have a lot to say about. So, uh, and of I, course, indigenous peoples too. I think the one observation that we heard yesterday, everybody was sort of pro yeah. on the state side. Yeah. Today, we heard states disagreeing with each other. So. Yeah. You know, once we started getting into the nitty-gritty a little, and so there's one would come up say one thing, and the other would say the opposite. Yeah. And so now, what do they say? That means you're in negotiation. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Preview uh, of what's to come, uh, <laughs> perhaps in the future. Okay, so um, thanks so much for your time once again, um, and we'll get back tomorrow. Um, it's the final day of, of the thematic discussion before moving into uh, writing recommendation reports. So. So, um, so we'll, know, we'll hopefully know more about uh, what might come in the report um, by tomorrow, tomorrow evening. So thanks so much, and uh, uh, we'll, see, we'll see you tomorrow. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Animalo. Thank you. My friends, I hope you found some valuable insights in this episode. Um, if so, please feel free to share the podcast with your friends and colleagues who might be interested as well. And also, if you like what's been discussed today, um, make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, or Stitcher Radio for more great content from the Gold Luka podcast. Um, so yeah, uh, thanks again for listening, and we'll catch up at the next episode.